Well, hello, and welcome back, everybody, to another good, fun, fine edition of uh, Borderline Texas Trash. I'm your host with the most, baby. This is Uncle Boo right here, baby, the most recognizable voice in podcasting today. Mm, we're going to get funky like a monkey, baby, on some turnip greens and eat some refried beans, baby. Hope everybody's having a great, had a great work week, my friends, but welcome, welcome. It's this Borderline Texas Trash, one of the best podcast shows out there. I'm your host, Stephen, I'm your host, Uncle Boo, and <coughs> I got a good show lined up for you today. Uncle Dickie's gonna stop by <coughs> and say hi, so it should be a very, very fun time today. Well... Like as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through the god dang week, baby. Yes, that means it's Friday and you're listening to Borderline Texas Trash, your favorite podcast to listen to on Fridays. Man, I want to give quick shout outs to everybody who keeps uh, downloading, giving us uh, four or five star reviews. Even a three is good. I don't care. Even a two, I'll take a two, I'll take a one, whatever you think. Just give me some five-star, though, especially. <laughs> but yeah, guys, it's going great. Y'all keep downloading, y'all keep liking, subscribing more. So hey, keep it up, keep it up. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button right now. And you'll get all the notifications as soon as something is downloaded. You'll get the info. All right, but yeah, I hope everybody's having a good week. I have been, I've been good fast busy busy work week but hey it's thursday night and i'm recording baby for you guys so how you been everybody been good i hope so i hope so but yeah that's about it there uh, i think ashley might try to come by next thursday so might have a little treat for you for the halloween show <laughs> should be fun I think it will be. Um, yeah, I got some stupid news to cover today. Um, yeah, I got stupid news. Stupid news. Uh, Uncle Dickie's going to drop by, like I said, and I got some uh, top ten of the old classic horror flicks. And then I'm going to be telling some ghost stories from uh, Fort Worth right down the old interstate from us. And then I'm going to wrap it up with my typical gossip bullshit, you know, just me pissed off at the world or whatever, or just I want to talk. So I say let's get on down to some business and uh, get some stupid news going on. What do you say? Well, I guess we will start off. Uh, oh, Okay. I'm going to start off with some stupid news, like I said. And this is about Pablo Escobar's hippos. Well, of course, everybody knows who Pe uh, Pablo Escobar is. The first, like, big cocaine drug kingpin, I guess you could say, in Colombia. I mean, there's always been drug lord, drug lord down there, but he was like a big-time guy. He was the uh, one responsible for all the cocaine in the 70s and the 80s. And I think in the early 90s, coming into the United States, coming in through the Bahamas, through Florida right there. But anyways, 
he uh, of course had money coming out of his out his ass. I mean, the guy had so much money, he buried so much of it. He don't know how much of it's still buried. I mean, the guy's dead. But everybody who knew who knew where they were, they're all dead. So, yeah. What's that? What do y'all hear? Oh, everybody's in here. Okay. Anyways, he bought these hippos. Of course, when when he got you know on the run when the uh Cops were looking for him, the DEA. Then he got in that shootout and died. Well, his hippos, no one could really catch them, and they've just multiplied. He started out with four. Yeah, he brought four in the 1980s. And uh, now uh, the count's up to 24. Yeah. So, he's... uh. They, uh, the government got together with, uh, <clears throat> I guess some hippo ex experts and, uh, tranquilized these big son of a bitches and then, uh, sterilized all the 24 of the males. So they won't be having any babies. <laughs> okay. Number two. Now that's what scared the shit out of me. A California home had 92 rattlesnakes. Uh, under their house, and they're saying because of the drought, you know, because it's so hot, they're all trying to find a nice, cool place to stay. So, they uh, this woman called the rattlesnake dude, the uh, snake people, or whoever comes and takes care of that, told them that hey, I seen a rattlesnake over there, and they went to see. They got one, two, and then they started digging around. They found a whole mess of them under fucking house. I would have shit my pants. Oh God, yeah, I would have moved. Sorry, I'm just not a snake guy. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Okay, a woman in Maine is arrested for selling, oh, for sending in uh, bomb threats to uh, get her boyfriend off of work. Yeah, he didn't get in trouble at all. I mean, I don't think, it didn't say if he did, but uh, he didn't really get much shit. Now, her... She's going to be facing some prison time. So, word to the uh, wise guys. Don't be fucking stupid and do dumb shit like this. Come on, man. Really? You're going to do all this for your boyfriend? Dumbass. Oh, then we got number four. A man in New Jersey, uh, his, his, a man in Jersey tried to commit suicide and failed. He jumped uh, out of a four out of a nine out of nine stories and landed on a car and survived. So he jumped out of this fucking building, just like you know he's wanting to kill himself, and just like in the movies, he landed on a fucking car and he survived. That's crazy, and he didn't have any big, big, uh, big uh, accidents or big old nothing broke or big inj injuries or nothing. So, yeah. And, of course, everybody's been hearing about the cargo, the cargo ships. I think in North Carolina, there's some off the coast there. It looks like a graveyard. It looks like a parking lot, you know, for uh, container ships. There, It's like that there. It's like that in uh, San Diego, I think, in California. And uh, all the big ports in California are kind of like that, too. People are waiting to come in, you know. So it's like a parking lot out there. But anyways, the uh, I guess the people were 
stacking these crates because there wasn't any more room inside. They were stacking them outside the establishment, the cargo place. And one of them fell right on top of a fucking car and squished that sucker. It was already one of them little bitty old cars anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that motherfucker fell and bam. I think I seen a picture and they're stacking them four to six high. And I think four across. So yeah. Ugh. Just one container, man, is a lot of weight by itself. It's crazy. That's a whole new story with the cargo crap. Yeah. But don't forget, our stupid news is always brought to us by Security Finance, guys. Go by and see my girl Carrie for a loan and all your tax needs when it's tax time. It's going to be here before you know it. So might as well start getting early jump on it if you can. Get all that shit ready. Start getting ready, getting ready. All righty Well, I guess since I'm done yapping, we are going to go check out Uncle Dickie, see what he's doing. Yeah, he's been gone for a little bit, but he came back today to visit a little bit and tell some ghost stories from Louisiana. What do you say to that, boy? All right, we'll be back. Here's Uncle Dickie, though. It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie, baby, from Boothville, Louisiana, in the house today, my fine feather friends. How you doing? It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie, baby, here for Uncle Dickie's Corner, the most recognizable voice in the podcasting world today. I don't give a damn what my cousin, Uncle Boo, says. I'm the best. I got a beautiful face for podcasting. Oh, it's been crazy. It's been good. Everything's been getting back to older down here. We's we's with the kids back in school now, and we we getting everything back in line, and and and, and everything's going really good down here. Just if the weather would work with the thumb, but it's okay. It's his coastal life living, babies, and we live in the dream, the American dream, babies. Oh yeah. Well, I hope everybody's ready for a good show today. I'm going to uh, just catch everybody up on what's going on. And then, I got, I did me some little research and did some ghost stories. Uh, just uh, some little ghost stories about uh, Louisiana and stuff. Some legends and stuff. So, sit back, relax, babies. Cause Uncle Boo's going to be talking. I mean, Uncle Dickie's going to be talking for, for going to be talking for 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 a while now, you hear? Alright. Well, like I said, everything's going good. We're all getting everything back together and and, and everything's everything's gonna everything's nice. Everything's getting back together and good. Kids are back in school. Um shoot, Thanksgiving gonna be coming around the corner before we know it, but let's celebrate what we got here right now. Halloween's babies. The spirits of the black souls and the devils and the boogies come out. Well, Louisiana's always been been uh uh Louisiana's always been a uh, how do you say it? Known for its uh, it's 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 a witchcraft and it's uh Cajuns Cajun stuff, and just, it's it's been always known for the voodoo too, you know. So it's it's always been a real uh, spooky place, and it was spooky before you know people came and settled the land and all that too. So some of these places got a big dark history, but it's all fun. Excuse me about that. I had some beers before I came on here. 
listening. Ooh, they boobling, bubbling, bubbling to me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> all right. We're going to start here with some ghost stories in uh, Louisiana or some urban legends. Okay, this, 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 the first one we have is the Voodoo Queen Marie Laveau. New Orleans is most famous for voodoo. Sorry if you hear some dogs barking in the back. I left the door open because the kids ain't here so I could record a little bit and have some peace to myself. But the dogs see everything and got a fucking bark at it. But anyways, New Orleans is famous for voodoo and there's no more central figure to New Orleans than voodoo than the great voodoo queen Marie Laveau. A mixed-race woman of considerable power and prestige. Laveau worked as a... Laveau worked as a... Hairdresser, learning the secrets of everyone in the city. Whites and blacks, rich, poor alike. She knew everybody's business in that town. She, all, she was also an a, a, a innovator of the first two uh, blind... Catholicism with to blend Catholicism with voodoo from the religion as it's still practiced today. So that's what voodoo really is. It's it's like Catholicism mixed in with some uh, with some vo with some voodoo, you know. So it, it's a pretty pretty rare pretty pretty rare um religion there. And where the hell was I at? Okay. The uh, Laveau passed in the summer of 1881, but her daughter of this of the same name continued her magic for decades more. According to legend, the elderly Laveau returns to life once a year on St. John's Eve to lead the faithful in worship. Her ghost and her daughters has been spotted throughout the city of New Orleans. Yeah, she's not giving up. She's that's that that's been a been the legend around Louisiana for years about Marie Laveau. Yeah, another man done gone. You ever heard that song? Why Marie Laveau? Yeah, you don't don't remember that old country song? I can't remember. But it's another man done gone. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll quit singing. Okay, this next one is the va- the Vampire Brothers of New Orleans. They would drain their victims, then they disappeared. The pair of the two perf- the this pair of perfectly normal seamen brothers lived on a street in the French Quarter near New Orleans in the 1930s. They worked as lobbyers and kept their heads down. Then one day, a woman escaped from the apartment with her wrist slit enough to cause steady bleeding and not enough to kill her. And in their in their apartment, the police found several others in a similar state, over a dozen bodies drained of blood. It looked. It lo- oh, it took eight police officers to hold down and appreciate and apprehend the two brothers. God dang. So it took eight cops to get these two guys down. So that's four guys on one dude. What the hell? (coughs) 
then it goes on to say that John and Wayne Cotter were executed and their bodies placed in their family's funeral's vault. Years later, when another Cotter was, was being, uh, being interviewed, the brothers' bodies were found missing. It said that they still carry around and ha or that they have been seen wandering around the premises even wandering around the, the uh, tombstone that they have the big old vault i mean so that's another good creepy place to go check out my little skeletons what else do we got okay a convict attic had 300 mystery coffins Scared the shit out of me. I'm talking about ghosts in here. And my dog comes in here and sticks his head in here and scares me. During the colonization of New Orleans, the French were having trouble convicting women to settle there. As most of the men originally set there were criminals and the climate was notoriously treacherous means it was pretty bad place to be new orleans was where they sent other degenerates other 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 robbers and the bankers okay one boat full of women the french had convicted to move to the uh, city abandoned ship in mobile alabama leaving only 300 strange coffins behind. Some were empty, and some were said to contain the bodies of the undead. All of them nailed shut, as they had a habit of opening themselves, and were hidden away in the, the attic of the convict. So they found all these uh, coffins up there in the uh, attic, and, and some of them had bodies in them. That's fucking crazy. In 1978, two reporters broke into the convent to see the coffins and were found the next morning decapitated on the convent steps. With 80% of the blood drained, the, their equipment was smashed. The crime, the crime was never explained. Well, see, that's why I don't go digging in all that shit right there, guys. I mean, that's just some stuff that's just going to be unexplained. You might as well just motherfucking leave it like that and just just don't worry about it, man. I wouldn't go check it out. I'd be like, oops, sorry, I'm out of here, motherfuckers. Bye. Uh, I don't do good at the ghosts and the goblins and all that. I, I'm a jumpy guy, especially down here in New Orleans. It gets pretty creepy down here in these swamps at night. Never know what you're going to hear, I'll tell you that. We got the, uh, the Myrtleless Plantation is haunted by the ghost of children and their accidental murder. In the 1880s, the Myrtleless Plantation was covered, was, was owned by George Clark Woodruff. A serial, oh, a serial rapist who attacked the enslaved women he owned. One woman named uh, Joy, the children's gov governess, despaired Woodruff, but feared that if she protested the judge's advances, she would uh, be sent out of the house and she'd be forced to walk in the fields. 
Child, child fear being her own growing tired of her and hatched a plan to regain his favor. Oh, this is the Myrtle Plantation. Yeah, I remember that story. Oh, man. I forgot all about this one. This is a good one. Anyways, the, uh, the, uh, servant, well, she wasn't a servant. She was a slave, but he was forcing himself on her, and I guess he started having sex with her, having relations with her. And she feared that uh, they was growing tired of her being inside. So she uh, poisoned the family's cake and gave the uh, kids and the wife some. Well, the uh, kids and the mom basically died. And she thought she was going to be the hero and just nurse them back to health. And they'll be like, oh, you're such a good girl. You can stay in the house. But she gave them too much poison and they died. And the accidental death of lives, all of them, in order to avoid Woodruff taking uh, his anger and grief out on them, the other enslaved people lynched Joel and threw her body into the river. It is said to this day her ghost can be... Wait. Her ghost and the ghost of Woodruff and the children haunt the property. Yeah, because see, the uh, slaves, they was afraid that uh, since they did this, it was going to be hard on all of them. So what they did, they got their own lynch club, lynch mob together and hung her and killed her and threw her body in the river. But still, she killed innocent people. But, you know, she didn't deserve that. But... She was just scared she was going to lose her spot. Man, it's crazy things what people do when you want to do this, when they're going to lose her spot. Okay, this is my last story right here, guys. It's another vampire story. For appearing in the court of Louis V of France, the comment of St. Germain, was a self-proclaiming achievement who claimed to have created the exler and the external life. At 6,000 6, years old, he wasn't the toast of uh, Fran uh, French anymore. Eventually, he moved from France to Germany, where he reported, reportedly passed away, only to see, only to seen throughout Europe as, the, uh, as he, di he dismissed. In 1903, a suspended relative of the uh, company named Jacquois St. German appeared in New Orleans. He lived in the house at the corner of Roll and on Slurn Streets, St. German was known as a ladies' man until one of the uh, conquests slept from the, one of his girls leapt from the window from his home to kill herself, claiming that he attacked and bit her. Police uh, entered his name to find, the em to find it empty of everything except blood drains and white bottles full of blood. No one has lived at the house since. 
All taxes are paid. No one can uh, find the owner to this day. People say the old vampire is prowling the old French Quarter. That's crazy. The taxes are always paid on it and nobody knows. Huh. I bet you that's a nice, beautiful house in there. There are some beautiful southern houses down here. But you guys, I hope you liked your stories. I hope I didn't scare you too much. I hope you can go to bed at night. <laughs> and don't let the boogly wooglies get you. But uh, you guys be good. Be real, man. This has been Uncle Dickie, babies. And uh, I am the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, babies. We're going to get funky like a monkey on some refried beans. We're going to go yeah, yeah. That was kind of retarded, and I'm sorry for wasting your time for saying that. But this has been Uncle Dickie for Uncle Dickie's Corner. You guys be good, be square, and I'll see you on the Halloween, babies. Bye. Well, how would you be? Let me say that again. I hope you enjoyed Uncle Dickie there. He's a frisky little frecker. Yeah, but uh, Louisiana's got some creepy shit in it. I'd love to go there and explore. I've been passing through there, but never stopped for anything. So, yeah, seems like it'd be a pretty cool place to go explore and go see what's around. You know what I mean? Well, since it's Halloween... What I have done is uh, put together a list of the some of the great old horror movies of yesterday. And these are the old ones, the black and white ones. Okay, let's start with something scary. Mmm, that should be better. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to do some old classic scary movies. I'm going to start at number 10 and go to number 1. Alright, number 10. The Black Cat from 1934. Never seen that one. Uh, number 9. Psycho. Yes, I've seen that one in 1960, guys. That was a good one. House on Haunted Hill. 1959, I seen that one. That one was pretty good too. And cause see, I didn't know when they came out with the remake that it was a remake. I had to go watch this one. Uh, number seven, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde in 1931. Then we have number six is uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, 1954. That one's good. The Mummy. 1932. That one's not bad. Uh, Frankenstein. 1931. That one is pretty good. Just think though. The Mummy and the and Frankenstein. Them guys probably had the best acting jobs. Because they don't have to remember lines. Just. Uh, uh. Number three is. Night of the Living Dead. 1968. Now I will say. <coughs> when I was a kid. That one gave me the creeps. And I don't know why. <coughs> I'm not a real big zombie guy. But none of them give me the creeps. But for some reason, this one still gives me the goddamn creeps. And I'm 45, man. Still flips me out. 
Then we have number two, The Wolfman from 1941. And number one, who could forget this old-time classic, Dracula. Yes, oh yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. Now, um... I'm going to go over some uh, stories from Fort Worth, some scary places over there to check out. Uh, Fort Worth is located right down the road from us. Uh, it's uh, east of us down I-20. And they got some pretty cool places over there. All right. Let's start with Miss Molly's uh, Hotel. It's in the stockyards. The hotel started out as a upscale boarding house called the the place R- room in 1910 around the years uh around the years 1940 and 1950s the ho- the hotel started to get famous because of the, its uh ghost paranormal activity In this hotel, there were many women that were taken a, taken against their will, or die, or lied, or lied to, and then uh, punished and killed there. There were also kids that died from thyroid problems and it's said that most of the ghosts seen are young women standing at the foot of the beds eh, I don't know if I could that'd be weird in uh, my opinion the ghost of the uh, ghost of the people that appear are the ones that suffered the most while being uh, in Molly's Hotel so if you're ever in Fort Worth go check out Molly's Hotel okay then we have the Lake Worth Castle. Now, on Ghost Stories Told from the South, on my Ghost Stories uh, podcast, I've covered this story. I can't remember which epi- episode it is, but go check in the archives. Okay, Lake Worth Castle. The Lake Worth Castle fa- uh, fame started when the castle was rebuilt and said to be haunted by a young man who is often seen wandering around the castle grounds in a rare occasions and on rare occasions inside the castle there is said to be a, a there is said to be another ghost called the runaway bride that runs across the entrance road that leads up to the castle before disappearing yeah so go check that out i've heard some pretty cool stories about that place Lake Worth, uh, the Lake Worth Castle. Okay, now we're going to check out the Thess- or Thessal Hill. Thessal Hill was built around 1903 for Mrs. Electra Wagner Wharton, who was a daughter of a very wealthy rancher named William Tim w- uh, Wanger. The story behind its haunting is, th- uh, is that around the 1970s, there were renovations that spirits uh, reta- uh, spirits retesting there were disturbed and disturbed and molested. 
Okay. Oh, the spirits that rested there were disturbed and molested. Okay. Once again, didn't mean I didn't know that was coming. Ever since then, there is said to said that the said that two apparitions are seen. There is a lady in white, and white is said to appear on the landing of the main on the main ground staircase, while a gentleman wearing tennis clothes and sporting a handle and sporting a handlebar mustache. See, I've heard this story before because we've cov covered this in ghost stories too. Um, yeah, that that was a pretty good story, and I really enjoyed it. That place is really fucking haunted. People will see their ghosts because they rent it out for uh, uh, weddings and stuff now. So, yeah. Did I miss something? Oh, I did. Here's the W.E. Scott Theater. The uh, theater was built around 1966 six, with some funds left to benefit by William Edgerton Scott. And it is said that the theater I is haunted by him just checking up on how his theater is going. At times it's said that crooked paintings are sometimes straightened up by him. Hmm. Yeah, he just kind of goes around and sees something out of place. Bam. All right, here's a story about Six Flags Over Texas in Arlington. Well, basically Fort Worth, but yeah, we'll check this out now. Since Six Flags is very big, there are a lot of ghost sightings. One of, the, one of them includes the apparition of a young girl named Anna who is said to haunt the candy store close to the Texas Giant. There is also the ghost of an old man dressed in uh, overalls Who's said to stand on the stand on the stage in the place after hours? Some believe that this could be a man named Angus who fell to his death during the construction of the building. <clears throat> and people think that that little girl might be a little girl who drowned there one time because. Before Six Flags and all that was there, I guess, when people were settling the land, someone lived there and uh, their daughter drowned in the creek one day. So, they some I've, I have heard that story that some people think it might be her. Okay, our last story. Now, nobody would ever think this place would be haunted, but it is. The Fort Worth Zoo. We have all been to the Fort Worth Fort Worth Zoo at once or twice in our li in our life. If you live here around this area, the story behind the Fort Worth Fort Worth Zoo I can't even fucking talk. Sorry for getting mad. The story behind the Fort Worth Zoo hauntings is about a zookeeper that died during the uh, during his job. Mister Bell, the zookeeper's name was crushed by a 40-ton bull elephant when he was attempting to move him and two females into larger enclosures. The male then decided to assort himself as the dominant male, crushing Bell in the process. Ever since the tragic accident, 
Visitors to the zoo have reported seeing the ghostly apparition of a man walking near the elephant and zebra exhibits in the zoo. All right. Well, hope y'all enjoyed my spooky stories. Hope they didn't scare you too bad. <laughs> oh, well, guys, it's been a show. It's been fun. Ah, we've had some laughs. <laughs> it's been a great grand doodle time. But uh, I got some announcements to make. I think I'm going to start cutting the show to two a month. Because I don't think I'm... I think I'm rushing them. And I'm not really getting a good product out there. You know, so I want to get back to doing it, uh, doing two a month now. I'm going to release uh, one at the first of the month, and then I'm going to release another one towards the uh, la on the last Friday of the month. So I'm going to release one on the last, I mean, on the la uh, first Friday of the month and the last Friday of the month. And every now and then I might throw some extra stuff in there since I'll have extra time to get some extra stuff because I want to do that too. I really want to make this show bigger and better for you guys because y'all deserve it. Y'all keep uh, downloading and showing me some love with the likes and all that. So you guys uh, are going to get treated to some better material. So try to get Ashley in here more. It's going to be good. going to get my sister in here some. So yeah, it'll be fucking great, guys. I think it'll be a good time. Don't forget to go check out my other podcast, What's Really Out There with me and Steph. When uh, sports collide, football and wrestling, that's my show, if you like for uh, sports and stuff. And then uh, me and Jack, or Jackson has one I do with him called Wrestling 101 with Jackson. Uh, then Ghost Stories Told from the South, me and Lexi, it comes on every, or now it's just been me. So that's another reason, too, everybody's kind of quit doing the podcast with me because they got busy with other stuff and it's really hard to try to keep up with five, but I can do it, you know, so I'm going to go narrow it down and then start getting some better material in here for you guys making these episodes a little bit longer. You know what I mean? You big tall jelly bean. But you guys be good. Be good. Be always good. Be nice to each other. And uh, let's go, Braden. Uh, I mean, let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah, that still cracks me up. But I will holler at you guys later. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, uh, Amazon, any platform that has basically a podcast on it. Don't forget to go check out our YouTube page. I'm trying to get it caught up too. So, yeah, starting next month, though, I'm going to finish out this month with doing another episode next Friday. But after that, I'm going to go uh, to doing it one or two a month. So, not one every week. It's kind of getting too much to me. I hate cutting back, but I'll be back stronger and with some good stuff. So, you guys don't worry about it. But I will see you next Friday. This has been Uncle Boo with Borderline Texas Trash, my friends. Bye.